Shalom, shalom, somebody. This is Prophet Estrees. I love you so much and God bless you. The Bible says, but seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Matthew 6, 33. One of the most frustrating experiences a person can have is to be in a new place or a different country and not understand the culture and customs there. The first time I went to Europe, I was blown away by some of the varying cultural expressions I witnessed and experienced, which were much different from my own as an African. For example, I walked into this park, it's a green park, where people just go to chill, you know, and almost everyone was lying there like half naked in bikini. And I'm thinking there's no ocean here to swim or, you know, sea or a lake or a river. It's in the center of the city and people are walking there like half naked. I was blown away and I became so uncomfortable. I didn't know that this is their culture and I didn't know what to do. Apparently, this was their custom, so I just needed to respect it. Culture can be defined as the ideas, customs, and social behaviors of a particular people or society, or the attitudes and behavior characteristic of particular social group. Just as the earthly realm has various cultures, the kingdom of God has a culture. And the key to living a successful Christian life is understanding and embracing the culture of God's kingdom. Jesus said, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. In other words, he was telling us to seek the culture of God's kingdom, his influence and his right way of doing things and everything we need will be given to us. Most people neglect this scripture. Instead, they seek the things first and put the kingdom last. Nothing will cause more frustrations in your life than doing something contrary to God's word, yet you're a Christian. What is the culture of the kingdom? Faith, love, and obedience. When it comes to God, we must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Read Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. To live in the culture of kingdom of God is to love God and love what he loves. Hate what he hates. God loves all his creatures with their weaknesses, with their strength. God hates sins. We need to keep his commandments. And I love the New Testament. It simplifies everything because Jesus came and spoke about us loving our God with all that we are, with your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength. And the second commandment, to love your neighbor. Treat your neighbor well the way you would like him to treat you. If we could learn to embrace the simple truths of kingdom culture, installing this culture into our lives, we would see a greater manifestation 
of the supernatural. Now, one of the things that we ought to learn today is obedience. Let us remember, according to the book of Timothy, he's showing us that God doesn't look for a qualified person or a perfect person. God looks for somebody who is willing and ready to obey what God tells him. So obedience is key. And the word of the Lord is drawing us into being prayerful without ceasing. We ought to pray without ceasing. And also it shows us three principles that we need to carry in this kingdom of God. And the principle number one is giving without counting what you have given and without remembering what you've given. Number two, it is praying and that first. And so we ought to pray and first. These are the principles of the kingdom of God. So if we want to enjoy the culture, we can't do away without us praying and fasting. And we are in the season where we are praying and fasting for 40 days. I want to tell you the truth is, I've always found prayer and fasting give me great results. If we look at human beings, they have known that the accumulation of certain toxins in the body is a significant cause of disease, aging, and death. The solution has always been to detox the body. They detox with certain conclusions they make, or you have to go to the hospital, they give you some supplements or some medication to remove the bad fats, or for a certain time you have to eat certain kind of food to keep you well. So there are moments like these ones where I have felt a spiritual clutter in my life. And to break this, the Holy Spirit has always prompted me to go on a 40-day fasting, sometimes 21 days fasting, sometimes 7 days, sometimes 14, sometimes 3, sometimes 1. But this time, 40-day fasting and prayer is the season to declutter more like spiritual detox. So I'm calling it spiritual detox. But the Holy Spirit has spoken to me that this is the time when we first and we, we possess what belongs to us. The promises of God come to pass. We reign because we get to fellowship with Holy Spirit. So this has always come with the tremendous results, year in and year out. I have found myself having to engage in this 40-day journey. It has always been a time to find the heart of God and turn away from my own selfish direction and reestablish where God's heart is for my life. I know that you who is listening to me and you're ready to to start your prayer and fasting today, as for many of us, we already started, we're on the fourth day. It's never too late. Join us. And I promise you, you'll find a deeper yearning for God. But the question is, why 40 days? In the Bible, we see many lives that God transformed in 40 days. Noah's life was transformed by 40 days and 40 nights of rain. The Egyptians' embalming took 40 days. Moses was in the mountain and fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. 
and there he received instructions from God. When he came down, his face was radiant with the glory of the Lord. The 12 spies that went into the promised land searched out the land for 40 days. Nineveh was given 40 days to repent during the time of Jonah, the prophet. Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights when he was driven into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. During this time, angels ministered to him. The next 40 days are going to be your time to receive the ministry of angels. When Jesus rose from the dead, he hung on around for 40 days. The next 40 days, as we obey, we pray and first, and as we embargo into the kingdom culture, you are going to be transformed. You will be, you will be a force to reckon with. You know, as I have engaged in these 40 days, Jano, God has spoken different things to me. Some of the devotions that you always see me posting, some are songs that I write, some are when I get heavy revelations. I have no doubt that these words that I'm giving you and encouraging you in these 40 days will build you. And I have no doubt that in these 40 days, you will be a blessing to many and also your soul will be blessed. Get ready for a life transforming journey as you turn your life around for God and good. So your life will be turned around for God and for good. We begin this journey with a special prayer that I want to make for you. As the Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14 to 15, let me pray for you. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. I pray for you as a member of the family of God here on earth, as one who is washed and sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. May order come into your estate, and may all things that are disorderly in your life meet with order. I pray that the Spirit of the Lord would take full charge of your affairs and cause you to move from the place of limitation to a place of victory and power. May you see increase in your days and may the power of toil be broken. I pray that every satanic force that was working against you is losing its grip today. I command every evil spirit to let go of your business, children, spouse, relation, any kind of relationship, your, 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 your job, your friends, and all that is yours. I command every evil spirit to let go of your health in the name of Jesus, as the word declares, by the stripes of Jesus, of the cross, you were healed. You will be a witness of this word in your life today. Healing is your portion today in Jesus' name. I pray and believe that God 
will give you a lot of blessings that will be visible on you so that the whole world will know that you are a child of God. I pray for long life over you. I remove every demonic force that brings sudden terror and tragedy. May you live until you are satisfied. I pray the Spirit of God will direct you and keep you away from harm. I pray that angels walk with you and be your rare God in Jesus' name. I declare today you are trouble-proof, fear-proof, poverty-proof, and death-proof. You are repelling every satanic force and every work that the devil is up to in this season. I declare covering of God's spirit over you to equip you for a season such as this. I pronounce you victorious. I pronounce you fruitful. I pronounce you blessed. Say, I agree wherever you are. Thank you so much for joining this prayer and fasting. And now I just want to encourage you that it is important for you to fast all the way until 5 p.m. in the evening. And then you can eat maybe something or drink something simple. Eat simple meals. Don't overeat and don't look like you're dying. No, fasting is not killing you. It is not uh, a, a punishment. No, it is part of the God's kingdom culture. And as we're going to be learning about the kingdom culture, you will understand it more, more and more. So I hope you've understood me. And we're going to be looking at, you know, faith, faith, faith. I'm there to build your faith. I'm there to encourage you. We're going to work together. And if you find it too bad, too hard, please, you can always text me on WhatsApp. Plus 255-768-200-880. Remember in this season that we are fasting, it is important for you to get or find a prayer partner. You will be contacting your prayer partner each day to be, you know, to be, to be sharing insights on their reading for the day, discuss the personal reflection and you know, any other questions that may arise. Also, it's good to find time to pray together and to pray for each other. Please remember to pray for the body of Christ. Remember to pray for men and women of God. Remember to pray, you know, remember to pray for nations. Pray for the entire world. Pray for the doubt, for the drought. Keep yourself in the hands of God. Spend your time in prayer. Spend your time in worshiping in praising God, be thankful. It is not a time to ask, ask, ask. Just be thankful. Spend more prayer time in thanking God for what he has done in your life and what you know already that is going to manifest in the physical. It has started in the spiritual and it will manifest in the physical. One word God told me, this is a time to reign, meaning his promises, his gifts, and you know his blessings upon your life will chicken in this season. I prophesy increase. I prophesy you shall see the hand of the Lord in Jesus name. Shalom. Love you.